listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Um, so this is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran, as you probably already guessed. If you know the show, you can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email email the show through the Absolute Radio website. Emails that'll be the next thing, isn't it? They Why do not? one for the marathons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just do them at home on your phone. Why not? Less strain on the joints. Good point. Can I s- begin with a tweet that we had? Recently, it wasn't sure. this morning. A few days back, this is from. Uh, I can't actually understand the Twitter, and but there you go. I think it's at Bamalula. Okay. Is Who's it based on? <laughs> is it based on that? That was quite erotic. I like you doing that. Oh. Who says, talking about nominative determinism, determinism, which we were discussing last week. Oh right? yes, this is when. Does your name have an effect on your uh, yes. career choice? Yes. Well, at Bamalua. Yeah. Like bamboo. You didn't finish you it. You mean, bamboo. <laughs> yes. What does he do then? <laughs> if, if his name had an effect on his career choice, <laughs> he falls downstairs in a deep sea diving outfit. <laughs> he sells bamboo furniture, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Says Frank equals honest direct speech. Yeah, Skinner um, equals unpeels the facade to reveal the hidden truth. Uh, very good. Found it as my real name. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Um, we've also had an email, um, I think, is, that is also about nominative determinism because the title of the email is Names That Lead to Jobs. Oh, um, I like it. I like <laughs> that. Yes. Hello, Frank, Alan, and the gorgeous Emily. Keen podcaster. I here. really like this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thought so. Uh, keen podcaster here. Watching TV this quiet Friday night when the weather came on the TV, presented by Sarah Blizzard. Oh, this reminded me good. of your podcast the other oh. week, where names lead people into their jobs. It's funny it had been Sahara, Blizzard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. That would have been fantastic. That's the stuff dreams are made of, isn't it? Yeah, but that's, that, that's well spotted. Mm-hmm. What about Wincy Willis? It's a bit wincy today. People might say that sometimes. If they're trying no, to say that, that doesn't work at all. If they have a problem with D's and C's in their pronunciation, That's like a, some people Quince do. Quincy, Quincy Willows would work, wouldn't it? Quince is a, is What are you talking about? <laughs> well, hang on, don't have a go at him, Frank. What are you talking about? You Forgive just said Wincy Willis. Gardener. I was just trying to think off the top of my head, as okay. it were, of, of, of another weather person. We should say it's been a lovely morning because we celebrated your birthday belatedly, Frank. I don't know why I did that. Completely irrelevant to my birthday. Bit of Latin. Um, Yes, that was very lovely. Um, Emily bought me a... a, a, I don't know what it's called, but it's a sort of sleep hat. And if you've seen these, you you put it on as a tiny hole to breathe through. And then if you're on a... We were saying if you're on a train or a plane, you you can just loll. And I don't mean laugh out loud. Yeah. I mean, lol, as in the old it's term. It's absolutely hideous. I would describe it as I a like sort of a, of a feathered, sort of padded, stuffed balaclava, if you will. Feathered? But with just a, a mouth hole. Or is it a nose hole? I don't know. I think it's mouth and nose. But I that's like all. the fact that you wouldn't put it on because you'd already waxed your hair. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I, didn't I want, had respect um, for that. I didn't want sleep, sleep cone hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm calling it a sleep cone now. It's radio. Am I sort of thing, though, that the, world, the word lol, as in when your head lols mm. to one side, is that gone forever now? Yeah. Yeah. So, because when, when I said then I'd be on the train and I'd just lol... Mm. No, you, you can't both say that anymore. You looked at me as if I'd, la- I'd laugh out loud. No. 
It's the last thing. Say... If I did laugh out loud in that, he'd just go. Yeah. <laughs> Frank, uh, can you also share the other thing you got? We got you a, lo- a lovely gift, didn't we? The radio show. Oh yes. Um, actually, I should read this. Yeah. Okay. Daisy's racing across to get it. Since yeah. you clicked your fingers. You got Frank another gift, which yeah. is from all of us. They actually got me um, the blue plaque mm-hmm. that the um, the. Heritage Society has, has, has never given in to. I've been bought a blue plaque by the team, and it's a proper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bang on it for you here. It's metal. It's a, it really does look a completely authentic, and it says Frank Skinner, born nine. <laughs> <laughs> Comic, loyal friend, and a bit of a git. <laughs> Which is, I must say, a fair summary. Not sure about the loyal friend bit, but we'll let it pass. <laughs> I don't like the, the the tense implied in the last lived here. <laughs> but hey, maybe you know something I don't know. Wouldn't have thought so. Generally speaking, <laughs> extraordinary. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a tweet from at Channel Swimmer. A channel swimmer? Well, they've called them at... They've, they've called themselves at Channel Swimmer. That's oh, okay. the Twitter moniker. OK. Saying, a blue plaque, what a lovely idea. Not sure how you're going to get it on the central reservation, though. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, I used to occasionally sleep on the central reservation of major roads in Birmingham due to, um, let's call it ill health. <laughs> in- induced by drink. I was saying that what I'd like to do at, at Absolute, home of real music, no, where, where real music matters, um, right. is, um, is that what it's called? Is that, is that right? Something like that, isn't it? Well, hang on, what's the no-repeat guarantee, then? Are we oh, just that's old, that? old, that's old hat, as they say in the sleeping business. What is it? Old sleep hat. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're going to call me, old sleep hat. I'll be there, like, that's the version of old blue eyes. <laughs> You know, Frank Skinner, old sleep hat, as they call him. I was going to put my full-face sleep hat on and get in, into Absolute early in the morning, go to yeah. the zoo, which is the communal kitchen area, in a suit and tie, yeah. and just lie on the floor asleep <laughs> in there and just see what the response was. They wouldn't know it was me, because I'd be mouth and nose. Would they approach me, or would they just call the police immediately? That's a good question. This is like one of those tree-falls-in-the-forest questions. I don't know. Yeah. It is the exactly reason right. I like that pillow face thing or whatever it's called. If a comedian falls in the zoo. Go on, carry on. <laughs> I'll be there in a jiffy. Um, it's because I think there's something a bit Doctor Who-ish about no, it. No, it, it, it has a cy- uh, early yeah. Cyberman. Well, that's exactly Mondasian. it. Yes, it has that sort of... When they used to go... I don't know what... It, they had a sort of a slightly camp sort of Jimmy Carr voice in the right, early days. Right. What about C-3PO? They used to open their mouth, but the lips didn't follow. So the mouth would open and they'd say, Step into the ship immediately. <laughs> really? In a slight, yeah, slightly... Oh, if you don't right. mind. Yeah. I didn't put I did the hand, on. I did do the hands then. Can I yes, hold on? I, 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 I apologise. Sorry. I didn't put your sleep hat on because I feel like, you know, you don't want to put your head in it, mine having already been there on the day you got it. That wouldn't be right. Yes. Well, we do that in hotels all the time, if you think about it. We lay on the pillows of strangers. I'd never thought about it like that. How dare you? I mean, they, they, (laughs) um, I've laid on the pillows of strangers before. No, I didn't, I didn't do that, actually. (laughs) Yes, I did. I did do that. Strange trip down memory lane. It was, yeah. I always used to prefer to go back to theirs, because I always think that... I don't want to know! 
you chose to go back? No, I'll I tell just you what. don't want no, to know. No, honestly, you know it's not I, even half eight yet. No. I, I honestly used to think... <laughs> because, I, think I used to prefer no, to go say, back to there. The reason is not... It's not um, disgusting. The reason I used to prefer to go back to this, I always think a murder in your own flat is a much bigger event. There's much more. So there's less chance of me being murdered. Do you know what I mean? If you kill someone in your own flat, that's a lot of stuff you've got to do to get <laughs> yeah. clear up. So they were less likely to murder you? Yeah, in my own, we're in my own flat, they're gone. But, you know, that's a little true. tip, little tip there for the philanderers listening. <laughs> <laughs> for the paranoid philanderers. The paranoid, the paranoid philanderers, what a band they were. Right. Mm. I saw them at um, Brixton Academy in 98. Uh, they were absolutely in top Why didn't form. you go to a hotel? <laughs> they, weren't check- they weren't playing at a hotel. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Like that. An early dip into the corner. Isn't it? Mm. Uh, dear Frank, Emily and Alan, further to your Atticus Finch eyewear banter last week... Yeah, we should explain that. Is that I, um, yes. I ordered some new spectacles. Mm-hmm. Um... And they are called uh, the, the name of them. Every every spe- spectacles frame has its own name. I discovered. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, and uh, Roddy would have been a good one. Why Roddy frame? No, no. Okay. Um, so um, <coughs> I don't get that. Is he Aztec called... camera? No. Who is he? I, you know what? I've got to say, I know the name. I know I can't remember. I think he's Aztec camera. I think he is Aztec camera. You're right. Um, so he's years ahead of his time. <laughs> anyway, um, these are called Gregory Peck, my the one, my new ones. Yeah, and um, because in the film To Kill a Mockingbird, he wore Gregory Peck wore spectacles like this in his role as Atticus Finch. And yes. We also talked about whether it was nominative determinism that Gregory Peck played Atticus Finch. Oh yeah, so intertwined. Anyway, pray continue. Um. Were you aware that your Gregory Pecks is actually Cockney rhyming slang for your specs? No, is oh. the answer to that. So not only is Frank now the proud owner of a new pair of Gregories, he's the proud owner of some Gregory Peck Gregories. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Isn't it? Incidentally, I also wear glasses and I'm an architect. Mm. I can confirm the frames are neither round nor coloured in a European architect way. <laughs> <laughs> I also do not own a black polar neck jumper. <laughs> Jolly good luck to you all. Oh. Paul Jolly. Oh, that's what he's done. Oh, oh. man, he's, he's intertwined himself. Paul Jolly. That's an excellent... If that's his first email to the show, he's, he's knocked it out of the park there. Is that nom- I like an that, architect that, called term, Jolly. Is that nominative determinism that Paul Jolly has sent in a fully a funny... Uh, well, no, it oh, would maybe. be if he was a comic. No, but he's, he's sent in a Jolly email. Okay. Would it be not... Nominative, nominative determinism if he was like an upbeat kind of character if he re- yes. if he read the word jolly every day and then oh oh maybe as an architect he goes on quite a lot of jollies oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll take that as well anyway. but they on their jollies they drink a lot of red wine they're not into the beer or no, anything that's, like that's that that's probably true can i say on the black polo neck sweater that i noticed yeah. the other day i do this show on 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 uh, what i like to call the eye player yeah and um, I've, I've start, really started to notice my throat, honey. I've been on uh, BBC Throat Watch. It's my new, uh, <laughs> my new project. And you know you get to an age where the throat mm, starts to go a bit... Yes. A mm-hmm. bit turkey-esque. 
One word, Frank. Beard. Do you think? Oh, two words, big beard. Oh, the boy George. <laughs> Got really long. The boy long. George effect. I know, but, um, I'm No, thinking... I'm thinking more Scroobius Pip, like, fully, oh. like... No, I don't want him with a beard. Um, I have, a, I have another Scroobius Pip for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I'm thinking that the black pile on that kind of thing could be the answer for me. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're just peering out. Or maybe an Elizabethan Roth. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. That if I did the good. shows in that, yeah. just on that show, something about that show, it seems to just get on the into, right into the throat area. Or an yeah. actor's cravat. Uh, but oh, I yes. like, because the rest of my face, though I say it is shouldn't, it's great. Is, 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 is a bit younger. What's mm. that? Is that my... That's my chair. That's, that's not that me. That's your neck. Move, the, moving my throat. It's the vanity about. alarm. It's the vanity alarm. That's the wind. <laughs> the wind catching the dewlaps of my throat. Um... Anyway, so uh, I think if it would be like the throat of Dorian Gray. Yes. So the throat would be hidden away in, in the mm. attic of my, um... Well, Frank, in this the is... the atticus of my, uh, <laughs> roll neck jumper. The... Where the young face people... Not young face, but you know what I mean. This is why the new procedure for ladies who are fond of surgery is the hands. Because they're the giveaway, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yes. A man so they once... get, uh, youth injections in their hands. man once said to me that he always looked at the elbows of a woman to tell their age. Hmm? Oh, he doesn't sound old. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> Frank, we've yeah. had some reviews He was in. arrested shortly after that. <laughs> <laughs> About your glasses. Oh, yeah. We've got Joe 90's let himself go a bit. Yeah. <laughs> But then yeah, that's it. That's in the throat. <laughs> it's as simple as that. They're focused on the throat. But then that person has swiftly followed up with no comma. You look great. That's I like nice. that. Was it's no. Nice. I'm going to give you that. Yeah, thanks. Nice. There's nothing better than grudging praise because yeah. then, then you feel like you've earned it. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that, we that's can, um, good. if we could hop back to uh, Paul Jolly's email, I also do not earn a black polar neck jumper. Can I say I really like that? Because I think more of us should define ourselves by what we do not own than what we do, isn't mm. it? Isn't it a materialistic world where people are like, "Oh, I've got a flash car, I've got this, I've got that," whereas he's told us quite a lot about himself yes. by saying, "I don't earn a black polar." I, no, I think that's right. That's we, true. We haven't, Al. we haven't got a garlic press in our house. <laughs> That I tells me quite a lot about that. you. Yeah, yeah. I like you that. could be the new Jim, Gillian McKeith. It's, it's not we are what we eat. We are what we we haven't got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. What haven't I got? I haven't got a um, one of those big mouth Billy Bass fishes <laughs> on a plaque <laughs> in my house. <laughs> well, that's what, it. What Everything that else you? you've been sent I for nothing. I <laughs> haven't got anything written by anyone involved in Top Gear. No, no. <laughs> in my house, yeah, I, I have three bookcases in my house. And there's not an Andy McNabb. To be to no. be found. Well, you should remedy that. Get Bravo Two Zero at least. <laughs> oh, I knew. I knew when I said that. I looked at Al. I knew, <laughs> I knew I had looked to the long source for congratulations. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. We've had uh, correspondence in. Good. I'm going to call this character voice of controversy. Okay. He says, this is 876, I don't want to take the wind out of Paul Jolly's sails. <laughs> That's good. But as a devout Londoner, I must contest. It is my understanding that Gregory Peck is Cockney rhyming slang for neck as opposed to specs. Oh, it's so, so when I was talking about my old, my old Gregory Peck was what I was talking yeah. about. My throat? Yeah. Throat still counts as neck? <laughs> uh... Surely yeah. your throat's yeah. your neck. I no, I think that's boat. Boat, throat. That's, I know it is. That's, that's boat um, rice face. <laughs> yes. He continues. Oh, What's wrong, Frank? Slept a bit funny. Having trouble with my Gregory. 
Long uh. may he remain jolly, despite this. Kind regards, Nick Corrector. P.S. Not actual surname. Good <laughs> work. I love Nick Corrector. Oh, now that's very fine. Uh, can I just take this opportunity to say that he's not alone in texting in that uh, Gregory Peck is Nick? Because um, yeah. I think we've a had lot, a few. We've a all had lot a few. Of a lot of people that know Cockney rhyme in slang have taken... Remember I once made a mistake. I called a, a skillet... A, not Descartes. No, no, not oh, that one. Okay, don't sorry. even mention it, My, sorry, my other big I mistake... We, I thought we'd gone uh, back there. <laughs> I, I said skillet or... You and, did. ...and meant something else, and the text messages blew up the whole system. I, my, my theory was that you had to make a mistake to get people to text in. It sounds That's like... That's why we don't get many texts on this Because <laughs> it's I perfect. love a mistake! But now this uh, this chat. Well, this has is got good because it's not our mistake. mistake. Yeah, it's perfect, isn't 101 it? One zero one has also texted Al. You were asking what don't we own and what does that say about us, which I <laughs> think is rather fine. He says, "Judge people by what they don't own." I don't own a microwave because I'm a loose cannon, <laughs> and I don't live by society's rules. Tom Seven Oaks. Good for him. Oh, yeah. It'd yeah. be good if you said, I don't have a strap on my camera because I'm a loose cannon. Oh, I'm like, so relieved you said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, well, I, I don't think we should... I mean, Paul... I, if Paul Jolly's made a mistake, I never thought I'd be brandishing the name Paul Jolly about with such gay abandon, but I am. Um, if I, Paul I Jolly's... He if he's made a mistake, it's, it's still a funny email that he sent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Absolutely. torn but between like um, Jolly now. and Corrector. Oh, Which yes. team are you? Well, I always think when the crowd, um, uh, if the crowd say jolly, I say correct. <laughs> nice. Um, so I have a general debate about it. Can I um, just say, Daisy, the producer, has absolutely lost it. I'm <laughs> um, sorry to hear that. Um, <laughs> no, I understand. I think the Cockney thing is bins, isn't it? <clears throat> nice pair of bins for, for, for spectacles. Oh, was that what they meant when they shouted that at me? Yes, <laughs> that's, oh. that's what it was. But unless you were working on the bins at the time, which <laughs> I find unlikely. <laughs> but that, where does that come from? Mm, well, if there's any, any more Cockneys listening, um, just get someone else to mind the stall for a second <laughs> and let us know why they're called uh, bins. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had some news in regarding bins. You're oh, asking yes. where you thought that came from, that Cockney rhyming slang. For spectacles, we should just say. Yes. Not bins as in yes. refuse. Robert says, I would suggest the word bins comes from binoculars. Oh, yes, that makes sense. Although not rhyming. As no. Such. It's, just, it's, 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 it's an abbreviation. Well, you <laughs> say that, say in France. but Daz in Sheldon says bins and receptacles is spectacles in Cockney. Bins and receptacle. Wow, that can't. Can that be? I right? can't imagine the Cockney having the word receptacle. Well, don't <laughs> underestimate the Cockney. Oh no. Well, I don't know. I just wouldn't have imagined it's part they, of their uh, lexicon. Just because they oh, like nice. to public hanging doesn't mean they were fools. <laughs> <laughs> Who didn't when it was available? And a horse at a funeral. Lovely. Horse at a funeral. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Like the crow now with all the feathers. When Lovely. I lived very in, dignified. Um, I like that. When I lived in Oxton, I used to see the occasional sort of gangster funeral. Mm -hmm. Lovely, I must say. Yeah. But what else would you say? <laughs> <laughs> when you say Especially must, a gangster you mean, funeral. You mean you must exactly. Say, yeah. You think, yeah, you want to be yeah. an observer, not the. Uh, I think I would have made a good gangsters mall. 
You would. Yeah, do you? I think, I think, um... I know it's a strange career ambition, but, you know, you I don't know, I imagine one has to know when to speak up and when when to hold <laughs> one's peace. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'd have been so good at the second bit. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been holding my peace for years. <laughs> but I was sad, I would, I would be an edgy gangster's mole. I could have been a gangster's mole, they're not all heterosexual. <laughs> Anyway, we've had a text in from 614. Uh, I, I mooted the idea that we should be defined by what we don't own rather than what we do. It's Frank, a great idea. Frank, mm. I do not own a holster for my Nokia mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I too like to live dangerously, Graham in County Down. And he followed it up almost immediately with another text. Nor do I have a baby on board sign for my car despite having three children. Oh. Mm. Presumably they're not all babies. I knew someone who had uh, a baby on board sign in his car and he was a vivisectionist. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought it was bad taste. <laughs> um, what about Mark Phoenix? What about That's him? all. He's um, not back, he's is he? He's tweeted us. <laughs> <laughs> he's risen again. <laughs> Was he in Ash? He was in Ash for a bit. Right, oh, hot, yeah. hot in it. <laughs> he says, a melon baller. I live in constant dread that come the hour a melon must be bald and I'll be found wanting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes. a melon baller. I don't think I have one of those. No. I've got one in the shape of a wild cat. It's a, a Jay Cougar melon baller. <laughs> oh, dear, that was a bit of a struggle. Can we, we do can... that again, Steve? <laughs> well, should, should we Live? just leave it? Live? <laughs> oh... <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be all right in a minute. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What was we talking well, about? Well, I'm just—I we? was just going to mention. I think this is a definitive answer, which is bins equals binoculars. You know why? Because it's from John the Cabby in East London. Oh, yeah. oh, I mean, come on. He all know, wouldn't he? Yeah. He sounds like the kind of character that might say, "South of the River this time of night." Do they still say that? I think occasionally. When I first came to London, I had a couple of those. I used to live, um... I used to live on a, on a council estate, which was... Um, it was quite a nice... It was actually absolutely fine, but they mm. wouldn't go into it. I don't, right. they thought I was trying to ambush them. I mm. mean, me. Oh, the cab drivers wouldn't? Yeah, so they, they made me um, get out at the end and walk in. And, I, and there was a lot of people used to say, oh, they won't go this, they won't go south of the road. Why are we even talking about this? This is tedious <laughs> in the extreme. I apologise to everyone. God, it nearly went ballet, Link. No, it never. No one near. It'll never Not go ballet. Right, I'm back to, uh, 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 I'm backing out. 18-wheeler. Uh, 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 yes. 18-wheeler. We talk, speaking of, we were talking about if a cowboy... Um, Put my feet up. Who'd stopped drinking, started drinking again. Mm -hmm. So if a cowboy oh, yeah. fell off the wagon... Yeah. He yeah. might well fall off the wagon. Yeah. Actually fall off the wagon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's it. And yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> the repetitive... The repetitive nature of his activities. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I liked. But we're all different. I think we've established that. Oh, ballet. Um, I, oh, oh, did I tell you about my... Um, my telephone. No. I, I, um, I broke... You mean your mobile phone? I broke my phone. All right. Um... Sorry to hear you that. You know when you drop... I, I have, um, a, uh, uh... I'm going to be straight out with it. I have an iPhone. Other, other smartphones are available. Mm. Are they? I had an iPhone, and, um... Now, this is the frustration of it. I was doing a good deed. Oh, 
what were you doing? You know, we talked about the other week about someone who did a good deed. They gave, oh, bought a homeless man a, um, a burger in McDonald's oh, and then yeah. turned out he yes. wasn't a homeless man. That's right, yeah. It was a bit like that. I was, I was, in, the, I was in the toilet, oh. in, right, oh. in my bathroom, let's call it that. It's a bit less controversial. Mm-hmm. And um, it was the day the cleaner came. It was Tuesday, so it was Tuesday morning. And I looked at the, the seat was up, and I looked down. So you don't leave the house. I always leave the house when the cleaner comes. Well, she wasn't in at this stage. It was okay. early in the morning. Okay. Um, and I um, and what I I looked down at the toilet, and um, it, it it benefited from a. Uh, from oh just a quick white round. Absolute okay. God. I'm on the top part of it. I'm not talking about um, heavy duty. The lid. We're talking okay. lids and I'm and, talking, and yes. Liquids. You know, the way, and men. Liquids. I'm yeah. talking about men's problems. Hey, don't, drag, are... don't drag me in. Okay. Don't drag me in. I'll, 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 give it, I'll give it a bit white round, take, take the edge off it. Oh, God. And, um, and so I did that, and as I did, I put my phone, the phone fell on the floor and shattered, and I thought, well, I was doing a good deed there. Yeah. Were you? This, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was taking the top layer off for the cleaner. <laughs> How many people would bother to do that at my, uh, who were at my level? What <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly thought he was going to say my age, but no, yeah. he meant oh, no, level. my level. It absolutely, um, <laughs> it shattered. I mean, the glass on it. Did it, it? I, look, I was looking at Al's, which is still shattered, and he's, um... How did yours shatter? I hope he's you weren't quite, doing He's that. taken the austere, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> remedy of, he's covered it in cling film. Which is lovely. The bacteria so on it, that. So it's well, at least it won't go off. No, I changed. Well, only rival thing. the bacteria no, on his yours. Phone. His phone won't go off. Okay, See? darling, I, I know. I get it. Okay. No, uh, I get so it. Abs- I better, I better go to the. the we have, um, we have obligations on coming. I'll go to the adverse, but I'll, I'll come back to this. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or you can email us direct through the Absolute Radio website. I've been given a card to sign for Charlie, and... She's probably listening to this. It's supposed to be oh, a yeah, secret. She could have it on an app. Oh, no, she's gone she's to get the coffee. She I know, but she'll be back in the building, and it's being broadcast throughout. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, come on. People always know it's going on. I hate the underhand business. Well, I was it. rushed. I didn't have time to think of something <laughs> funny, so that's, that'll be shown around now. So Frank Skinner... <laughs> Frank Skinner wrote this. Look at that nothing. <laughs> I don't think she'll show it right. Do you know what? I've, <laughs> seen, I've seen what you've written and it's fine. Yeah. Fine. That's what he was oh, is that a bad I know it doesn't have a joke, though. I hate writing on things. <laughs> the pressure. I'm, what I need to do is have a week off where I just write jokes that'll go on cards. So do I. Plast- <laughs> that would be great. Plaster casts, visitors' books. That kind of thing, and then I can just rattle them off. You could compartmentalise it. Put it. Yeah, in I need to. But I need. Well, I knew someone that had that. They used to say such little people so many times, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, yeah, I, I saw it on I'll, about three I cards. I'll, I won't be using that one. <laughs> I know. But such I, little people. So many. I saw it. I saw it on about it's just three words. It's an anagram. Well, Frank, I saw it <laughs> on about three cards they did because we were in the same circle of friends, and I kept seeing this uh, cropping up, and see, I that's thought, the oh. trouble. 
What about by hook or by crook, I'll be last in this book? That's what people sometimes write. They, they write it on the last page. Oh, that makes me feel physically sick. Of the autograph. I know. I it's hate so it. Well, it's so I twee. Gillian McKeith. Is yeah. it McKeith or McKee? Yeah. Mm. I never get McKee. to the oh. end. I've switched off by the get to the end of her name. Yeah. She uh, she was on Celebrity Big Brother oh. this week, and she said, she actually said, unironically, my way or the highway. Which <laughs> Did is, she? Oh, man. Did Somebody she? says that. <laughs> was she suggesting an alternative route? I, see, I wouldn't place. mind if she was doing that. If she, right. if she was voicing a sat nav. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, my way or the highway. Shut your face. <laughs> anyway. So yes, I dropped my phone and <clears throat> um, it shattered. And I tell you what, it became quite difficult to read because of the broken glass. But it did mm -hmm. look a bit like a spider web. Yeah. Oh. And I got in the period. It was, I just got it fixed just a couple oh. of days ago. And how long has it been broken now? About <laughs> eight weeks. I yeah. Think. Mm. Okay. But have you found that you've grown to love it as it is? I yeah, I'm increasingly fond of yeah, not being able to read all of messages. Mine broke <laughs> in the corner, so it looked like a spider web going across. Like mm -hmm. I, what I really wanted was to. To someone to send me some slight macabre emails that I could yes. read through it. A go if there's any goths listening, I suggest <laughs> you throw your iPhone up the bathroom wall mm -hmm. and you get a lovely sort of just pushing open the door of the castle. Yeah. And there's just a bit of cobweb oh, down a bit the of corner. hanging down. Yeah, oh, it would have been perfect for. Uh, we've for actually had um, we've actually had a missive about uh, your phone smashing iPhone screen is the title of the email. I have a Thanks Samsung. I have a Samsung tablet. Other makes are available, and yeah. twice I've dropped it at the top of my non-carpeted wooden stairs, and it's fallen to the bottom and not a mark on it. He continues. Then the other week, I was sitting in my armchair, and the tablet fell to the floor. And I like the way they keep calling it the tablets. It's very partridge. <laughs> well, I'm I'm constantly thinking of the Roman Catholic <laughs> Weekly Journal. Of the you are. <laughs> then the other week, I was sitting in my armchair, and the tablet fell to the floor, probably less than two feet, and the screen smashed to pieces. Full stop. Good story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a great email, isn't it? I mean, you see, my first thought this this is a sign I'm getting old. As soon as they mentioned that the wooden on carpeted stairs, I thought I hope they're not going up and down there on, on stocking feet. <laughs> <laughs> One of the first things you're told that's a danger. Yeah. Well, I uh, they I took it to a place to get mended. They said we'll have to keep it for six days. I said, what in two thousand and six? Sorry, which place was this? The three a.m. <coughs> column. I mean, it was. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's a bit suspicious. <laughs> oh, fine, we need your phone for six days. It was absolutely. I mean, the other thing, I, I went. I wanted a program called um, the Bobble. Where you oh, had to go in a house mm. and they and they take your phone away. And they had my phone for four days. And uh, when I got it back, I had um, three texts and two emails. <laughs> oh, <laughs> disgrace! Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, we've we've had an email asking for Emily's. It's entitled Emily's view on the recent pajama fiasco in a Darlington primary school. That's a great oh. title. <laughs> Extremely specific. Yeah. A primary What's school. What's it about? <laughs> Um, it's about Cockney rhyming slang, oh, weirdly. Oh, I see. Um, no, yeah. A primary school head teacher has written to parents requesting they take the time to get dressed in the morning and stop dropping their children off in their pyjamas. The mm. there, by the way, is the parents, not the children. Mm. Emily, is this a new fashion trend? It worked for bananas in pyjamas. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Well, I have to say, I should say, you see, this story, I loved this story. 
the woman in particular who'd been chastised by the school yeah she was called i think her name was karen something Probably, almost certainly mm. <laughs> it was karen routh very good yes okay. in darlington so the dog it's a dog outside <laughs> Ralph. But, excuse me, her reason for going to school in pyjamas and slippers, she had actual slippers on, was that she said she didn't have time, she said, because she'd suffered a dead leg whilst she was on the (laughs) toilet. Mm -hmm. This this, this bullying's getting out of hand now. It took her too long to recover to get changed. A dead leg on the toilet? She said she'd had a dead leg and she also said she'd forgotten to put her false teeth in. Genuinely. That was her excuse. We've all been there. Dead leg on the toilet, I know, I know. I don't think you can use that. I would have never used that excuse when I'm late for a 9am with Chanel breakfast meeting. I've got a dead leg because I was on the toilet. <laughs> Sorry, Thierry. Chanel breakfast meeting. Now, that's nominative determinism, that woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's called Chanel breakfast meeting. Um, um, a dead leg is what um, someone from the year above you does that thing when they knee mm. you in the... What did she mean? Or maybe she quad. Did she mean she'd been on the toilet so long that it falls? You know when it falls, as, your leg falls asleep, as yeah. they used to say. Sounds like she to needs fibre. Toilet, yeah. <laughs> sort of pins and needles. Do people still say my leg's falling asleep, or is that gone? Um, I haven't heard anyone say it for a while, but I, I, do I you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, though, yeah, no, I totally know what no you're talking about. No one in my social yeah. circle, but let's, you know, it might, it might happen. Um, now, I should say, in defence of this woman, <laughs> and in answer to the emailer. I do have a what I call a shops outfit. I oh, do. Yeah. It's it's not school run. No. But it is the shops outfit, which is a similar principle. And it's Uggs, it's a Parker, it's some sort of a legging, in my case a riding jodper. <laughs> okay. And a big chunky knit and the hood up. Would I wear that out in civilised company? No. I went to school with a big chunky knit myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember his name now. <laughs> <laughs> Goalkeeper, was he? Yeah. Um, and I worry, because if someone sees me, yes, I do look a bit lottery ticket in the wash, Nana. That is the look I'm giving up. <laughs> well, I think... However, I would draw the line at slippers. Thank you for your inquiries. Well, Mr Ward, who used to live in my road when I was a kid, what's he called now? Mr Shaw. Perhaps he's quite... Perhaps he's as well, I don't use his name, actually. Mm. Um... He used to go to the shops in slippers, and um, my, my my mother used to say, "Oh, he's got his slippers on again." It used to be a regular thing in our house. Yeah. And then she came in and said, "You know, I used to go on about him and his slippers. His wife's gone off with a fancy man." <laughs> oh. So this Reap. woman wants to be careful. Yeah. Reap what yeah. you saw, yeah. It's but I, I think she says she normally goes to school in jodhpurs. His jodhpurs become a thing that people. No, I think it's just that she likes horses and so do I, but maybe in different ways. <laughs> okay, well, I, um, that's a worrying. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I pick, I take bus to school on occasion in the morning, and my son, and, um. I respect you for that. I have the problem that I only sleep in a pyjama jacket. If I turn, <laughs> if I turn <laughs> off in that, there'll be an investigation at the very least. <laughs> for sure. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Okay, we were talking about the love between us all. About, what are they called? Slummy mummies? I believe so. Yes, they are. 
turning yeah, up at the school in their pyjamas. I mean, I personally think that this will wear off. It's just January, isn't it? They've obviously got new pyjamas at Christmas, <laughs> and they're yeah. showing them off. Well, I've got two new pairs. It's, it's taken every sinew of my restraint to not turn up at the school in pyjamas. <laughs> I mm. can't imagine ever turning up in my sleeping attire. No, well, you shouldn't. <laughs> no, but I mean, even litigation. If I, even if I put on, if I put my trousers on, I mean, they're neatly laundered. They're in great condition because I never wear them. Have you just got like this... a cupboard full of brand new pajama trousers? Um, I've got two pairs, I think. You need to find someone that sleeps in just pajama trousers, and you. Can... They must exist. If, yeah, if yeah. I had a lovely well... torso, I might sleep like that myself. <laughs> also, but you could share. But no, you I could... don't. In case you're wondering. You can buy four pairs. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I I know a lot about this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What I do find is that this this is the slight problem with the leisure wear seeping into everyday life. Yes. Mm -hmm. So what happens? This is what happens with the tracksuit. Yeah, the jogging pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. Do you? I love a tracksuit. All right, personal Jeremy Kyle. Love jogging bombs. Oh, if I could wear them outdoors But we have a word in fashion. You can wear, we call it sports luxe. Oh, yeah. Which means go for the leisure wear, just make it something nice. Make it stylish. Too expensive, though, isn't it? It's too expensive. No, not necessarily. The high street has some wonderful options. I like the Elton John white Chelsea. (laughs) 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 That's my thing. Um, I think leisure wear, if you wear leisure wear, certainly past a certain age, it's a bit I have given up. Well, the mummies mm. that that pick up my son. Uh, what do they wear? Not they pick up my son. They pick up their children from mm. the from they. Uh, they basically mainly wear gym stuff, right. but I mean, not like sort of jogging pants. No, like the heavily like, patterned lycra stuff. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. wear. I don't know if they're going to or from the gym, or as if that is just their look. Well, yeah. I imagine they drop the kids off and then go straight to the, the mm-hmm. gymnasium. I would imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine too. Yeah. Calisthenics, that's what they love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's good plyometrics, all that stuff. But yeah. I feel I need to make a bit of an effort. Do you mean in the gym or in, the, if you go in out your wardrobe? No, well, I didn't feel we could comment. All right. No, I think, I, I, you know. In what respect? What You mean sartorially you need to make an effort? Yeah, I just, I, I have turned up their shabbily dress, but I don't feel good about it. I've told you, you found your look. Man in a suit. No, he looks great. His clothes have really evolved in the last few years. Thank you so much. Coming from you of all people, mm. that really means something. <laughs> His style has evolved a lot. They were a life force. <laughs> oh, on them, on them, on them. Oh, sorry, we're going to another song now. I was just going to start another. Let's leave it on them. Okay. And then everyone will think, oh. Yeah. I wonder what they were going to. On them. What was he going to say next? Mm. That's a good texting. <laughs> <laughs> on them. <laughs> eh? I say. On the... Hmm. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. If, um... We've had an email from um, Sean who says, Morning, folks. Just to say, don't worry, Frank. I, too, have been away, brackets, for six weeks and not received any texts or calls. <laughs> I like to think... Congratulations. He, he says, I like to think it's people. It's because people know that you are otherwise engaged and don't wish to disturb mm, you. Yeah. Big what fan of the think? show and hope this helps. Mm. That's what he says. I generally don't get many texts or emails. 
Did you get some Certainly nice ones on your birthday? I did get a few on my birthday, maybe eight. Did you text Al? No. Is that the time? <laughs> Should we play more music? <laughs> Daisy texted. No, I didn't want to spoil yeah. the surprise of I us. I don't think anyone else in this do. room texted. I did. Oh, you did. That's true. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, you did. I should have been no, one no. of the first ones you remembered. No, no, you did. It's fair. I sent a lovely text, and Alvin. you said I you didn't. said sprawled out on the sofa watching Match of the Day. That was correct. I watched Match of the Day at like eleven a.m. on my. I mean, I've never live such a life. Oh, well, like decadence. But not recently. <laughs> I would have texted you, but I'd rang out a cling film and it just... <laughs> well, you know what, Al? All the shards go into I wouldn't worry, because he won't register it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Anyway, on the... M- yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what was it, On Frank? the mum's m- topic... Oh, yeah, mum's. Did you read about uh, Colleen Rooney yes. and her... Did I ever... I did. I think that's interesting, isn't it? Tablets. The tablets she's having. Well, she's, what's in them? She's, she's, she's yeah. subscribed to the tablet, the Catholic <laughs> Weekly Journal. <laughs> <laughs> but she is. You, she know, her, well, you yeah. know her and, and Wayne are above me in most influential lay Catholics, <gasps> top 100. Are they, Frank? I mean, it's an Who absolute else is on scandal. that list? Lapsed up to the eyeballs. Um, is A. Childs on that list? He should be. He is, and he will be now. He's... he's uh, He's it's done a documentary in order to get on that list. <laughs> He's so competitive, Adrian. I'm above, uh, yes, I think I've said this, but I'm above Jose Mourinho, but uh, uh, below the Roonies on the most influential lay Roman Catholics. Oh, <laughs> so, um, Anyway, we should say, for those unaware... <laughs> sorry, that was me uh, just sighing. Just lapsing. For those but, unaware. For those unaware, Colleen Rooney has... Um, I mean, she's had a child, and the... Uh, can we say placenta? I think we can, can't we? She's, uh, oh, we Can we say placenta? Hold on. Can we? Yeah. Where we can, we, we where can say placenta. Where do we stand on placenta, store, Daisy? And it's fine. If she's above me on the Roman Catholic, um, like Catholics, would it be true to say that cleanliness is next to godliness? Woof, <laughs> 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 ah, got that. Got I love there. your specialist interest. Yeah, there is a company, and they are the what they actually. This is the name mm. um, of of their job. They are placenta encapsulation specialists. Yes, <laughs> niche. She's had it made into uh, they're quite handy little pills. Yes, yeah, so you have it. Um, this is the thing. I, I don't know what you. You know when you know when you buy a, a toy soldier and it comes on a base mm-hmm. to stand on. Well, mm-hmm. babies have the same thing. Right. <laughs> they have like a base to stand on. Never but, heard it described um, in that way. But, but because like they it. don't stand and it and it won't keep. Um mm. cling, forget the cling film, Al, it won't keep. <laughs> so you can have it you put it you put it in a machine and little tablets come out. Yes. And then you take it because a lot of animals they, they eat they eat their uh, yeah. they Well eat that, their that's own. why but apparently this is a bit of an urban myth. Not that they eat it but that it's good for you. Mm. Because animals only do that to stop the predators sniffing around for new prey. It. That's oh, it. it's a practical animal, reason. Animals will eat anything. <laughs> some oh. some will. Yeah. Some won't. Some pigeons. <laughs> They're like a kebab but a like well, pigeons vomit. will eat anything. Pigeons love a bit of vomit. There's no two ways about that. I would imagine monkeys are more discerning. But am I gonna have my vomit turned into tablets? <laughs> 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 That'd be somewhat reversing the process. No, it may I mean she and um Wayne. 
No, um, um, who's, who's married to Kim Kardashian? Kardashian. Yeah, Kim Kardashian. Kim, both Kim. said they felt they felt the top of the world from these mm. uh, tablets. Yeah. So you know. It might be right. I think it's uh, it's a fabulous idea. I actually at uh, Bozzy's play centre. <laughs> I, I misheard it. I, it's one uh-huh. of those uh, ball pits, a slide, I had. <laughs> mini mini trampoline. Oh dear! It was, it was a quite a, quite a feast. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, we were talking about Colleen Rooney's placenta. How about yes. that for breakfast right yeah. here? Enjoy yes. your conflicts, listeners. Look, there's nothing. It's all part she, of nature. She's not um, serving it up River Cottage style. No. Who was the character that did that? Hugh Fernley Whittingstall. Oh, yeah. She's having it as a supplement, you know. She's like, doing it in a pill, well, yeah. Well, it, it went to an encapsulation specialist. Yes. Mm. You know, like I would a fish oil tablet or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Or I would a you serum. 8, eight twelve fifteen. what supplements are you <laughs> popping? <laughs> oh, no, please don't ask that. Not medication, just supplementation, you know. OK. What? I don't do any, should I? Yeah, probably. Yeah. OK. Maybe a fish oil or a multivit. Although, oh. the jury's out. Yeah, the fish some oil might your breath smell. Some people say don't, so... Yeah, I don't want to be followed by cats. There you are. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> I'm not sure I could have a placenta pill, though. I mean, we spent quite a lot well, of time... I don't, think it was, I don't think it's for the boys. Yeah. No. We talked for quite a long time on this show the week after I tried to eat ox tongue, you remember? Yeah. And that it's a very fine line. It wasn't for me. I, if I can't do offal, I'm probably they, not going They've gone through all the Ks with the children, haven't they? They have. It's Clay, um, Kai and Kit. Mm. Yeah. Funny being a footballer calling your child Kit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you think she phoned him up and said, if it's going to be a boy, what shall I... He did that Kaiser Sosa usual sauce. He just went, uh, kit? <laughs> Ball? Boot? Do you think if it had been what twins? Talking about? talking about net? No, it's a boy. Do you think if it had been surprise twins, it'd have to go kit and caboodle? Oh, no. that would have been fabulous. <laughs> Embrication? What are you talking about? What kind of names? No, KKK, they, they get on like a cross on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. It's, um, I've always, what I've always liked about them as, as parents is that uh, they're not frightened of a bit of fancy dress for the kids. Oh, mm-hmm. they love a fancy dress? And really good Elf ones. costume with a gold belt. Yeah, but really good costumes mm. they go for. Mm. And I like I like that, because kids like dressing up, and yeah. it's a great, you know, it's a great photo opportunity. <laughs> so good on them. I'm not sure about the baby elf costumes, though. I draw the line at those a bit. Really? It's a bit like putting a, you know, a cat in a tutu. I don't What's like wrong it. What's wrong with that? Oh, OK. <laughs> we found out. Yeah. I'd only put a cat in a third, the most. <laughs> um, yeah, the Victorians, though, they love to dress the old animals. They'd put them in, like, a proper three-piece suit. Yeah, and they had a great human cravat. rights record, as I seem yeah. to recall, didn't they, the Victorians? <laughs> you a Yorkshire Terrier with a little cravat <laughs> with a pin in it. Probably straight through the chest cavity. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. There were different times. Yeah, we, they we, also we... took photographs of the dead. They propped them up. Did they? Yes. I'll show you some. Well, they were, you know, it was so hard to get people to keep still in those days. <laughs> it took ages. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
thank the rather lovely Joan Bakewell. Dame Joan Bakewell has just wished you happy birthday. Oh, the Baroness. That's lovely. Oh, oh she uh, uh, she also says how old then. So oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely Joan. Mm. So, um, speaking of birthdays, you're probably wondering what I um, what I got. Yeah, you? What'd you get? Oh, what'd you get? Well, we know I've got a plaque and a crazy sleep hat. Yeah. Um, and that's just from us lot. Yes, I also got um, from a um, from my iPlayer team. I got um, what has now become a regular thing for me, the £100 meat voucher. Wow. Yeah? Oh. From all your different shows, you must barely buy a sausage on no, exactly. your own money. Oh, I've, I, yeah, it's, it's filling... I might, um, I might get some, a couple of placenta pills just to make up the money. <laughs> Room 101 will give you those. Could you get That's them? That's more their bag. Could I buy them with a meat voucher? Placenta <laughs> 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 pills. I suspect you could <clears throat> give it a try. Any, uh, any other gifts? Um... I was I was uh, taken out for dinner by my my partner oh. to um, to a steakhouse. Nice, lovely. Which I one? I always feel a bit I always feel a bit guilty about having steak. Not because of the dead animal thing, but it's a bit favourite food steak. It's a bit. It's a bit, it's a bit talk sport. It is a bit. It's a <laughs> yeah. bit David Pleat. It is. It always used to be uh, those questionnaires in the program. Yeah. Favorite food state. My biggest influence on Korea. My dad. But then favorite drink you know. in the nineties. It was always Bex Lager. What would you be if you weren't a football electrician? But if always. it ain't broken, don't fix it. Did you enjoy your steak? I did enjoy my steak. It was. Yeah. It was. It was love. And and I also um, condiments. Um, no, the I'm, I'm Catholic. <laughs> We got two jokes off that. <laughs> Simultaneously, <laughs> how marvellous! It was branched. It was like Good for people listening yeah, in stereo. You know it I'm was like a rod rest. Let's give me <laughs> some for the anglers. Certain amount of respect for my Ernie Wise. Yeah, yeah. No, that. that was that was that yeah. was a lovely moment. That's how Thank this you. show should work. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's finally happened. I tell you what, finally it, happened. We're doing it about nine years. I tell you what, right, we're coming up to our seventh anniversary. We're not. Yeah, seven year itch. It means not, one I'm of not. us is probably going to go. Don't say <laughs> that. Or, or one of us <laughs> is going to get dermatitis. But there's going to be a seven. I'm glad it's just dermatitis, Frank. No, it's exciting though. Seven years on absolute radio. It is, isn't it? Yeah. That's not uh, the home where music. Home, the home of where music. Um, <laughs> real music is never repeated. It marks my seventh anniversary of me not being an absolute nightmare anymore. Because has, has it stopped you being an absolute nightmare? Yeah, because I can get because I'm quite an attention seeker. Oh, so I it see. means yeah. that I have this on the Saturday. It's oh, ironic. Well. It's ironic that absolute has stopped you being an absolute <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> yeah, my okay. friends have noticed it. Oh, that's good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Kath got me a massive bag of cherries. Oh, nice. Oh. And I have ploughed... Man, have I eaten that quick. I love a cherry, mm, Frank. Fant- I forgot how good they were, cherries. I even tolerate the pips. Well, the pips, let's call them the stones. Sorry. Stones yeah. Whichever band you prefer, uh, whether you like Tamler or, or Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're at it again, Al. We're on fire. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Should be, could be a great double act. Maybe we are. Oh, that's so mean to me. No, I I'm happy mean. to be l- the lovely Debbie McGee. As long as I get paid, I'll Listen, still turn Debbie up. Listen, Debbie McGee isn't happy to be the lovely Debbie McGee. Yeah. Not really happy, not deep down. 
So, um... <laughs> How do you know? No, I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> I'm joking! <laughs> um, I... Well, it really nagged at me throwing away all the stones, though. Because right. there must have been... Oh, yeah. 50. I thought about drying them and making a percussive instrument. <laughs> Mm. That's a lovely idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just thought there must be something one could do with these. Maybe you could thread, plant a tree, thread them or something. Yeah, yeah. jewelry. Yeah. Mm. Do you think this about all stones? No, I just there were so many of them, and I always like yeah. to think, oh, I bet you could do something clever with. It. If anyone knows any good things to do with cherry stones, I come on, breakfast. <laughs> what? Um, then. What? Um, what do you <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm still working on threading them together. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And my goodness, we've we've had a response to uh, oh, to have your we ever? your uh, I'm going to call it your cherry stone dilemma oh, or, yes. or sadness. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, it does sound bad, doesn't it? Mm. You had a big pile of cherry stones left over from eating all. Cherry the, stone all dilemma breakfast. would be a great name for uh, a dietitian if if a nominative uh, determinism. Mm. Yes, actually, we had a nominative nominative determinism we, text, we but we'll come back to it. Yeah. We call it ND from now on, if you like. Yeah, yeah taking, up why don't of, we? taking up a lot of time. Yeah, and I always panic. There might be a Descartes moment, and we say determinism or something, and mm. I hate that. Right. Well, anyway, that's ND. Um, answer to your cherry stones question is guerrilla gardening. So just fling them, I guess, into oh, really? like, bits of waste ground and stuff. And oh, then oh not I in my garden. Not like Guy the no, Gorilla. No, no, I think, I think it means, like, you know, on on tips and as you're Isn't walking past. irresponsible. Gorilla well, with a U. There are pros and cons to gorilla gardening, I believe. I think I read a long article about <laughs> it once upon a time. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, I can't remember it all, but I'll I reread it and like get back to you next week. I don't like the concept of gorilla gardening, because I just keep seeing no. a gorilla with a lawnmower and one of those baseball caps with a radio on it. Mm. Yeah, but you could just to do the ploughing. You could just let the knuckles drag. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good. Well, you thing. have a great bond with the um, Simeon community. I do. Are oh. they sim? They, are no, they maybe they're not Simeon. Not You're sure. right, Frank. Anyway, yeah, I'm also getting a silver back. Let's we call also, the whole thing. We yeah. also have a text. I have a cherry stone cushion which is warmed up in the microwave for three minutes. It acts like a hot water bottle. Wow, oh. that's a good one. And uh, and. As if to top... That was from Kaz from Swiss Cottage. As if to top that... Mm. Swiss Cottage, I could pop round and have a look at it. <laughs> cherry stones, Frank et al. Because that wouldn't be weird if you suddenly <laughs> knocked on the might door. Yeah. Can I have a look at your <laughs> cushion? Can I see <clears throat> your cherry stone cushion? Yeah. I think this one you'll like, Frank. Cherry stones, Frank and all. I dry them and set them in resin and then turn them into pens on a lathe. Mm. That's from Spencer and Eastbourne. Oh, hey. You love a pen, don't <laughs> you? You can't turn it into a pen, <laughs> can you? He says so. What about ink and all that <laughs> stuff? Oh, he's worried well, about the threat to his peerless that. 125, isn't oh. he? <laughs> the peerless 125. <laughs> it's actually made of pear pips, I now find mm. it. No, but how does that become a pen? Unless it's a oh. pen in, in which he keeps animals. Well, let them worry about the technicalities. No, it depends on a lathe. I was thinking if you set it in resin and let it dry, I thought it was going to be like a massage mitt or something like that. That's a nice idea. Um, 
Carol has texted, I have 41 gallstones, 25 years old, colour grey with a yellow trim. Should I make a necklace? Oh, that's horrible. Do you Carol. think so? Carol. I like... <laughs> Are they in or out? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make a necklace if they're in. Well, do you remember that thing people used to do with... This is another thing I thought as I ate my cherries. It used to be a thing that everyone was... A, it was a party thing. Yeah. People would put a cherry stalk yes. in their mouth and then knot it with their tongues. Yes. Oh. Do you remember that? And then people would go, oh, aye, oh, aye, oh, No, it was. It was always the slightly promiscuous types that did that. Yeah, I don't know what would be the advantage in being able to not. No. But, uh, but yeah, do you remember that? I, I do. All the party pieces of yesteryear. Touch your, <laughs> um, touch your thumb with your, with your wrist. Touch your wrist with your thumb. Do you remember that one? No, that was with the S&M community. No, no, that. you had to lean no, back. No, I do that. Can... In fact, I can still do it. Can you touch? Ooh. I've just done it. Oh. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so the cherry thing. So, um, so that was one of my um, things. Had you hinted yeah. for that? Had you been walking around saying, oh, I love cherries? No, when I got up on, on, the, on the morning of my birthday, mm. Kath had. had, had, had Turned the room into a sort of birthday event. Can I say she's very good at birthdays, Kat? Yes, she there gets was, the there balloons was a, there out. There was a banner, there was a. Yeah, she got a balloon yeah. set. That was my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when she did that in Edinburgh. Do you remember? Yeah. A gust of wind. But it was, uh, it was really brilliant. She got me some alternative magazines. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's no, disgusting. No, Keep the daytime. Come, come on. on. I, when I first radio. went out, she often used to buy me sort of... When I say alternative, it just means magazines you wouldn't see on maybe on the average um, newspaper. Like Like, um... Amateur photographer. Interzone, the, um, sci-fi and fantasy uh, magazine. Oh. Really good. Mm. A very good football mag called uh, 8x8. Are you familiar with that? No. Really brilliant writing. Oh, anyway, I'm not here to plug the magazine. TLS... Poetry review. Mm. Pile oh, of stuff's great. TLS, tube map. I think it's the <laughs> Times Literary. But she oh. took me, this was the highlight, she took me to the Science Museum <gasps> oh. to Science see Museum. the Cosmonauts exhibition. Now, you know I love a you Cosmonaut. You love a Cosmonaut. That it was absolutely about, yeah. fantastic. Oh, was it? I got the... Uh, look, I'll show you my, I'll show you my did bag. Did you get some good haul? Can you see my bag? Oh, that's oh. cool. Yuri Gagarin! <laughs> For the, uh... I say! You, I got the, the catalogue, I got a T-shirt, I went absolutely crazy. Do you know crazy. why I love this? It's like being with a seven-year-old when they just list a shopping list. Oh, but it was so... Br- they had Val- Valentina Tereshkova's um, craft and space suit. No way. I mean, come on! Not Valentina's. Valentina Tereshkova's. <laughs> They had uh, Silkovsky, who's one of the, the first pioneers of the thing. They had his ear trumpet, not mm-hmm. something you see every day. No. <laughs> Do you, does Although anyone? He did, does anyone still use an ear trumpet? Have they completely No, but I detailed? love the idea. I'm going to bring them back. That's what I'm going to do if my hearing starts to go. <laughs> It's like they're very Dame Maggie Smith, aren't they? Oh, I, I just like imagine them. it there. What did you say? And then the trumpet rises yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What is a weekend? Uh, that seems a backward step, given that hearing aids have got so small and good, apparently. But hey, 
I, I, I tell you what I quite fancy one of those um, Russian smocks. You know, <laughs> smocks the blokes used to wear. Oh, they're so hot right now. Round it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that whole look is very in. Are you mean oh, yeah, that's sort of peasant so chic. He is. I told you. I really fa- the three buttons round neck and a uh, uh, belt at the waist. Yeah, I really fancy. Peasant chic. I had this years ago with the capes. He was a trailblazer, wasn't he? I'd love. I must get a Russian. You smock. know, I tried to find him a cloak for his birthday. But they're Uh-oh. all a bit creepy. Did you try the cloak room? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was really um What I'm, a lovely present. It was fantastic. And she bought me a book voucher as well. Nice. Well, she knows so you like a book. It's got all the things I like. So books, meat and a idealised view of the Soviet Union. <laughs> that is my birthday. That's all I want. Absolute Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, you've thanked everyone today and you've talked about your birthday presents, but a bit like when Julia Roberts got her Oscar for Erin Brockovich and failed to thank Erin Brockovich, who have you not thanked this morning? No, that's because I've just had a fabulous shipment arrive. Yes, it's just in. Of cheese. It's a long song. (laughs) Cheese has arrived. (laughs) What did you say? I said it was a long song. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the cheese from, Frank? The cheese is from my friends at Absolute Radio. Oh. Um, notably Paul Sylvester and Tony Morey, but, you know, there are many <coughs> others. Uh, it's a I like piece that. It's a bit corporate gig, that. A yeah. chunk of Hereford hop. Lovely. What, mm. a, what a party that was. I, I wish and you well some, to eat um, it. Yeah, some uh, Godminster organic cheddar. But it's got oh. pickled vegetables, not just that pickled onions, fantastic. but vegetables. Godminster for Frank, it couldn't be more perfect. It's got um, red-hot chilli crackers. <sighs> Absolutely, it's still keeping that sort of um, <laughs> hamstered uh, dinner party rock theme. That is good. <laughs> that is nice. George and Bexley wants to know, Frank, did you go for a midnight drive again like you did two years ago? I, I didn't go for a midnight drive. Did you do drive. that on your birthday? Yeah, I went for a drive um, and... Um, I'd forgotten I, that. I played, for some reason, Quincy Jones Orchestra's a theme from Ironside. Nice. Oh, I like that music. Full pelt in the car. Excellent. I suppose if you don't drink, you have to have a novelty birthday party, don't you? Like playing weird music and going for midnight drives. Well, that was... I mean, do you remember Ironside? Yeah. yeah. He was the wheelchair detective. Do yeah. At the time, you know, people talked now as if the disabled are getting... But he was a a disabled star in the... You know, he was the main character in the... Probably the 60s. That's true. And it yeah. used to start, you used to see him getting shots. He used to show the video of him getting shots so that he knew he how he'd ended room. up. Yeah, yeah, like he was, he just wanted time to prove he, he legitimately. Yeah. That's right, yeah. The, uh, that used to give me nightmares, that theme music. That and Lou Reed, awful. And I love both. Of course I love both. Yes. Hey, guys, we've had a text in, um, someone's clumsily being a meanie to me, but not very well. Um, <clears throat> it's from 316, and it says, I thought you had replaced Alan with that funny chap from last week. <laughs> and then it says, hashtag, can't say I'm not disappointed, but there's too many negatives in that hashtag 316. Can't say I'm not, not disappointed. Exactly, it took me ages can't to work say. out. Oh, so hang on. cannot say... That he's not disappointed. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he is disappointed. Oh, so I see. He should have just gone with hashtag disappointed, but... Oh. Bad luck, 316. It's me, <laughs> and you did not do that very well. Oh, oh but look, but why Pull do you want to read up, that? Well, I don't need no negative vibes in my <laughs> life, man. <laughs> oh, Mr T. <laughs> oh, really? You ain't going on no plane. Don't want no negative vibes. Uh, oh, anyway, 
you've done it now, you've read it out. I did, yeah. Um, I think you're brilliant. Can we just make that clear? I do too. I like, and I also like this. No, but I do too. I know, I know you do, we all do. Okay. Absolute, absolute Absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We haven't talked about Stuart Pearce. You know he signed up for, uh... I don't really... Longford AFC, I think. Yeah, the worst a... team in the UK, apparently. A bit harsh. No, apparently that is what they're referred to. They've, uh, they've, they've scored one goal and let in 179. Mm. And so Stuart Pearce has signed for them. Yeah. yeah. Is this... He's 53. It's a little bit when I, like when I signed for Absolute. <laughs> 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 well, that worked out all right. <laughs> Washed up old hero joins no hopers. <laughs> no hopers. Well, it's all turned. It, oh, what I'm saying is, it's all turned round. Yeah, it's, it was Life. a tremendous. Uh, it was a marriage made in heaven. I can't believe you said that after they just bought you cheese. Well, I've got the cheese now. Alan, I'm going to get it back. Can you believe he says anything ever? Okay, anyway, it's what is this about? What this the story? Stuart Pierce signing. Yes. It's what a, do you mean? I think it's about the importance of non-league football to Stuart Pearce and others, isn't but, it? Uh, <sighs> well, well, go on, <laughs> speak, your, speak your mind, Well, as the Kaiser chief said, I predict a reality TV show. Oh, oh. right. Isn't that what, there's something no, you're going right, on there's here. something up. Oh, yeah, 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 I think you might be right. You smell a rat. Back to the shop floor type thing. Uh... I just can't think of any other reason. Is, has he just signed for one game, or if I made that up? Oh, I don't know. We, now we're going to have to spend the rest of the week thinking, what are they going to call this show? If it is a reality TV show. Yes. Pierce of the action. <gasps> oh. oh. I like it. Can we get Psycho in there? Anyway, oh, we will. Psycho. Well, that, uh, here's the here's a text in. What, sh- what should yeah. they call the reality TV show? What's yes. the team called Longford? About about Longford. Um, Stuart about Pierce. Stuart Pierce signs for Longford. Yeah, the non-league team. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, he's uh, he's going to play centre half. Is he? Half, play- which is what Colleen Rooney has for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> play centre half. Is he player manager? <laughs> no. Oh. No, the no. manager is uh, Nick Dore. Is that oh. what he's called? I thought you were going to say Nick Knowles. Who said uh, he's, he's going to be treated just like everyone else. He's still going to have to pay his £5 a week subs, which I liked. I had a flashback to when I played for Batty So can you explain Boys what club subs are? You have to pay money to be in yeah. the football club. Yeah, if, if you play in a, in a sort of non-pro team, you mm. play your subs every week and it covers rent in the pitch and all that sort mm. of stuff. Maybe. Sorry to ask a silly question, but no, some no, people may not No, know. no, it's perfectly all right. It doesn't mean that the substitutes get paid. No, I knew that. Although, ironically, for. when I played for Battyford Boys Club, I quite often paid oh, subs what? in order to be subs. What did you play for? Um, I played for a team called Battyford. It's <laughs> an area of Murfield in West Yorkshire. Okay. And um, I played for Battyford Boys Club, which is now called Battyford Sporting Club. This is progress. Is it Afro-Caribbean based? No. <laughs> it sounds it's, like it's it. It's a Yorkshire it place, it's on the I promise you. <laughs> I know you're all giggling. No, it's right. It's, I mean, it does I like sound the, silly now that I'm saying it out I like loud. that the Langf- Longford manager is called Nick Dorr. Isn't that those metal ones with the peephole? <laughs> yes. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Now, I want to discuss this holiday maker I was very jealous of this week. He's called Alex Simon. I've remembered a lot of details about this story. He turned up for a flight from Manila. Mm. 
I've been there, can I just say. I genuinely flew over there for a party. Isn't that glamorous? Pushing the envelope. You turn up for the opening of an envelope. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> um, home of Imelda Marcos. You know Is what? It? Can I say I use mm. now, um, brown envelope? When I, if someone says, would you like a cup of tea? I say, mm. yes, please, brown envelope. Mm. That's a colour guide. Oh, yeah, it works time. a treat, absolutely works a treat. Because oh, people listening in the Midlands and the North won't know this, but in, the lo in London and the South of England in general, there's a tendency to make milk, milky, weak, mm -hmm. white tea. Yeah. You've got to be specific. I say uh, Vincent Simone's Dreadly Come Dancing. Oh, <laughs> wow. I, I have a, a small Dulux it's colour chart and I just sort of circle whichever one I fancy. Mm. Oh, Calvin Klein, apparently. Yeah, yeah, depending on my um, taste at the time. Anyway, anyway. this character. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we were like yeah. indulgent parents there. <laughs> this character was en route from Manila to some sort of fabulous island. Borake, mm -hmm. is it? I'd never heard of the, no, the island. I hadn't. But he was the only person on the plane. Yeah. There were two flight attendants. <laughs> two pilots and him. Mm -hmm. And two stewardesses, I think. Yeah. Yeah, flight attendants. Two lovely stewardesses. <laughs> flight attendants. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Yes. Yeah, it's not like called stewardesses these days. Okay, it's flight attendants. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. That's so funk. He hasn't heard of it, so then he goes, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> it is. It's a nice old term, stewardesses. <laughs> Some it? very sort of glamorous about you know. I'm a flight attendant. Oh, what do you, what do you, you're one of those blokes that waves the table tennis bats, bring them in. <laughs> Can you just remind me what it says on that plaque that we gave you again? <laughs> I, just, I can't remember. The anyway. last bit, something at the end. Uh, anyway, he was so excited because obviously they called his name out. There was a tannoy announcement and they just said to Mr Alex Simon, please come on board. I think but they called him Sir Alex Simon. But you do mm -hmm. hear uh, individual people named. Well, normally they? they're in trouble though. Yeah. Normally they're late or there's an issue. Yeah. Not just your flight has arrived. How marvellous. And um, he's Austrian. I watched the video he made on the plane. Did you see that? He made a video. You're allowed to do that. Well, you are, if you're the only out. one. I suppose you can do anything, you damn well Presumably he had his phone on airplane mode whilst he was doing he it. He didn't make the most of it. I've got it. He was Austrian and quite laid back. He said, I oh. just asked the flight attendant lady if I could sit near the window, and she said, yes. <laughs> well, it yes, was it unforgettable experience. <laughs> Um, it would have been great. Twenty minutes. <laughs> Twenty minutes into <laughs> the good. flight. Yeah. Twenty minutes into the flight, all the other McLaren, passengers actually. burst over the overhead. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> they were hiding all the time. There's one thing I particularly like, Frank, when he makes a little joke, and you one place you can't joke on is aeroplanes. They no. take security quite strictly. And he was talking to the flight attendant, or stewardess, as you prefer. Mm. Uh -huh. And he says, hey, maybe I've got to sit next to the pilot. <laughs> and you hear the flight attendant go, ha, 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 She doesn't like it. No. Right. Why, why did he do that? I'd feel a bit self-conscious during the sort of safety demonstration, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> it's just you. I'd say, look, it's all right. If anything happens, I'll just follow you guys. Frank, be fine. how contemptuous would it be if you decided to read the Inflight magazine whilst it. they were doing oh, it? Oh, that would be terrible. I feel you'd have to really be more attentive than ever to compensate for this one. Yeah, I do. Have to, but then again, if you were very attentive, the flight attendants might think you were getting a bit, um, <laughs> thinking I'm taking advantage of this situation. 
It's a tricky. It's not as it's not as much fun as you might uh, you might think it would be. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Would you find it a bit creepy <laughs> on the plane on your own? I I'm not sure. I'd, I my first thought would be, have I missed a major news story? <laughs> 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 that, you know, is, is this some? Is this a terrible place to go at the moment, or something of that nature? Wouldn't you? Because she said that she did that thing that comedy club people who run <laughs> comedy clubs. She said, "Oh, it's usually <laughs> packed." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did. Oh, I should have been here last week. Crammed. So I'd think, why today? Why haven't they gone today? And then I would think, is there something happening on this dream island today which people should also, avoid? Also, at the risk of sounding snobby. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Take that risk, Em. Go on. My autobiography. <laughs> um, at the risk of sounding snobby, Frank, I just worry that if you're if you are going to have the benefit of being on that flight on your own, but then you're cramped in the little seat. Yeah. Mm. I mean, what's the point? Because you've just got no company, and I do like a chat. Yeah, especially if you've brought your sleeping helmet. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it suddenly. Yeah. I suppose but you could just lie in the aisle. In the if anything happened, you'd get very good billing, though, on that flight, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, God, yeah, went totally, down. totally. Oh, yeah. But, um, this guy... Now, let me get this right. He's a travel blogger, it says. Yeah. Does that mean that he's oh, a full-time... I hate bloggers. Is that his job? I think it... Yeah. I, I wonder if it's temporarily, unless he's got some inherited wealth to fall back on. But how but... do you make a living out of being a travel blogger? You know, I'm not one, don't you? You look at me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> look at me directly as if no, to go, I know Come you're on, on the internet a lot. I mean, or maybe I they get pop-up the ads. <laughs> they probably get pop-up ads on their site, right? Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man. That used, we used to do that at school, you know, what what I did on my holidays. That was the standard <laughs> yeah. essay. It's a man making a living out of writing that essay yeah. over and over. Yeah, you've made a living from showing off, which you did mm. at school, and he's making a living uh, from I what I did on my you know holidays. What? There's something in that. There is. There's there? something in that. I'm making a fuss about. I mean, I've been. Making <laughs> <laughs> a fuss? What's he making what a fuss about? Like one man on the plate. I mean, this has happened to me in a cab loads of times. <laughs> Good point. It's happened to me on a plane. I didn't write a blog about it. Has it happened to you on a plane? Oh, I haven't been actually on my own. Linford Christie was there. Oh, really? Yeah, I flew to Manchester. I think it was just us two. What, from London to Manchester? <laughs> yeah. I thought Linford would have just... <laughs> jogged. Just gone up the Archie Aldry. He'd have still been there before <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, he slowed down a I'll bit. tell you that story over brunch. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good one. Mm. Oh, it is. I was on a plane once with John Reginald Christie, the um, serial killer from Ten Rillington Place. <laughs> well, it was a good job. It was a busy plane, then, eh? Yeah, he was. I can't say he was great company. <laughs> In fact, I abhorred him. <laughs> anyway, look, <laughs> this is enough. It's, it's enough of this. Um, you, you're not going to let Alan tell his Julie Christie plane story. <laughs> <laughs> Christie Moore. <laughs> Christy Moore turned up on a plane. <laughs> I once read Agatha Christie on a flight. <laughs> oh, to, uh... well, that's lovely. Um, so thank you so much for listening today. And if the good Lord spares and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.